0: Story in our history. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to the Mystery in Our History podcast, where we take an in depth look at all things urban legend and conspiracy theory related, how they came to be. I'm JR Supa, that's Chris Berry. Here we go. Hello. So this episode, as I punch my mic, sorry everyone,
1: it's not the enemy, (laughs) Uh,
0: so this episode Chris and I wanted to explore some cryptozoology, and this is a category of urban legends that include uh, Bigfoot, Jersey Devil, um, the Fresno Nightcrawler, Loch Ness Monster, etc. Bigfoot is a very broad topic, and I don't think we're going to be able to fit it into one episode.
1: Yeah. But we should do a Bigfoot or Sasquatch. Oh, 100%. Episode. Absolutely. But future. like
0: the problem with Bigfoot and Sasquatch is, is like it, it stems to the Yeti and it stems to the abominable mm-hmm. snowman and like all that stuff. It's all like wrapped up into the same kind of lore. So yeah, it'd be tough to do cultural branching. Yeah, it'd be tough to do one episode. Uh, so instead we thought we would start with something um, that some people might not have heard of before. But if you live in West Virginia near the small town of Point Pleasant, chances are you've definitely heard and possibly even seen the mothman
1: (laughs) or if you played fallout 76 he's in there too um (laughs) i don't really uh personally i don't really believe in cryptids as much as i believe in other conspiracies uh i just think they're fun honestly i just think they're really really fun um where do you stand on cryptids jr
0: um cryptozoology is interesting for me like it's not i'm more into like the paranormal um i don't know so much about bigfoot like i don't know if i if i really believe that like you know what i mean i mean there's there's so much forest and blah 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 that like is undiscovered um which makes that which is why like everybody says oh there's still a possibility um I don't know, man. I, I mean, maybe I'll I'll change my tune at the end of this, but as of right now, I think the cryptozoology stuff is a little far-fetched for me. Um, I may give you Loch Ness Monster. I may give you Nessie. Uh, <laughs>
1: okay. That's fair.
0: And I don't... I, as much as I love the story of the Jersey Devil, I don't know. I haven't done enough research on it yet, but I am looking forward to that episode too.
1: Yeah. For me, it's like one of those things where it's just like... A corpse has never been produced. It's just like, you know, things die. And if, like, these were really cryptids out there, there can't be just one, right? Like Yeah, it's, it's
0: one of those things where it's like it's either they all exist or none of them exist.
1: Right. That's, yeah.
0: That's kind of how I feel about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. But anyway, moving on. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the legend of the Mothman begins in 1966. In Clendenin, West Virginia, when a grave digger working in a cemetery spotted something strange. He glanced up from his work when something huge soared over his head, a massive figure that was moving rapidly across the cemetery from tree to tree. He would later describe the figure as a, quote, brown human being, end quote.
1: <laughs> now, do you really think that was the best description that guy could have came up with?
0: In the 60s in West Virginia, you are... So lucky he did not use different terminology.
1: <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing at that, but you're right. There's no chill.
0: There's just no chill. There's there, It literally could have just been that there was a flying N-bomb just circling our heads.
1: Oh, my God. You're not wrong. West Virginia in the 60s. Yeah, no. Yeah. Fuck.
0: So I think uh, we got out of this pretty good.
1: <laughs> a little unscathed there. Yeah. No, That's fair.
0: Now, this was the first reported sighting of what would come to be known as the Mothman, an elusive creature that, although now widely celebrated by the town it once terrorized, remains as mysterious as it was on the night that it flew, that a few frightened witnesses first laid, eye on, la- laid eyes on it. I haven't even drank today. This is. I'm going to compose mm-hmm. myself.
1: Yeah, I'm right there with you. I, uh,. I'm a little uncomposed myself. We're
0: having a day, so bear with we're us, folks. A
1: little bit of, little bit of off day, guys. But
0: Now, just three days after the gravedigger's initial report, and this is the people digging graves, not the monster truck, <laughs> in nearby Point Pleasant, West Virginia, two couples noticed a gray-winged creature about six or seven feet tall standing in front of the car they were all seated in.
1: He's just participating a little bit in voyeurism, a little pervy mothman. (laughs) Moth perv. Yeah, right? Mm. What those peepers do, mothman? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Eyewitnesses Roger Scarberry and Steve Mallett told the local paper, the Point Pleasant Register, that the beast had bright red eyes about six inches apart, a wingspan of ten feet, and that it seemed to want to avoid the bright headlights of the car.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty pretty valid description and very common. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that and his eyes usually glow. So I call thing,
0: but... shenanigans right now uh-huh. on this whole thing because of that. Because of what? If the Mothman is truly a Mothman, he would mm-hmm. have been drawn to the headlights, not mm-hmm. tried to avoid them.
1: he's 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 um he's conflicted right because he he's a (laughs) crystal so he's got to stay hidden (laughs) but But he's a moth
0: right (laughs) well according to witnesses the creature was able to fly fry the creature the creature was able to fly at incredible speeds perhaps as much as 100 miles an hour one of the men told reporters although all agreed it did make for a clumsy runner on the ground
1: (laughs) i'm just trying to imagine right this like elegant flying like mothman and then it like lands and like like, potentially runs on all fours because it's just Just, such a clumsy hundred
0: miles an hour and then landing (laughs) yeah right just shambles along
1: (laughs) Just like, geez dude get a grip mothman
0: oh mothman so, Mason County Sheriff George Johnson commented that he believed the sightings were due to an unusually large heron he termed a shite poke.
1: <laughs> so, I read that as a shit poke immediately. It was just like, oh, dude, that's a really great name for a bird in my area. Goddamn like, shit I, poke. Goddamn shit poke. I like the cut of uh, Sheriff George's jib, man. It's good.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> A contractor, Newell Partridge, told Johnson that when he aimed a flashlight at the creature in the nearby fields, his eyes glowed like a bicycle reflectors and blamed buzzing noises from his television set and the disappearance of his German shepherd dog on the creature.
1: Yeah, I thought that was odd because I've never heard of either, like, interfering with TV or radio signals. Also, I've never really heard of Mothman messing with animals, just... Him, kind of showing up when disaster is about to strike. So, in short, I'm I'm calling this guy a liar. So,
0: fair enough. Wildlife biologist Dr. Robert (laughs) L. Smith at West Virginia University told reporters that descriptions and sightings all fit the sandhill crane, a large American crane almost as high as a man with a seven foot wingspan featuring circles of reddish coloring around the eyes, and that the bird may have wandered out of its migration route. This particular crane was unrecognized at first because it was not native to the region.
1: Yeah, I mean, that seems like a pretty simple explanation. Almost a little too simple. Also, is this the same Robert Smith from The Cure?
0: <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think that Robert Smith is a doctor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost... Of He is. No... <laughs> he's an md actually
0: (laughs) after the december 15th 1967 collapse of the silver bridge and the death of 46 people the incident gave rise to the legend and connected the mothman sightings to the bridge collapse
1: yeah man i always thought that was like an odd connection um and then when i started actually reading further into this um i didn't realize that he supposedly like kind of shows up when disaster is about to strike yeah we're Um,
0: we're gonna get into that it's it's pretty strange he's linked he's linked to a lot of stuff
1: yeah i was i was shocked about that and then there's a lot of stuff that he's also linked to that you didn't really go over in this um that are just nothings just just flat out nothing random crap yeah that's Mm -hmm. weird but
0: well folklorist jan harold brunvand hopefully Mm -hmm. i pronounced that one right notes that Mothman has been widely covered in the popular press, some claiming sightings connected with UFOs, and others claiming that a military storage site was Mothman's, quote, home. Brunvand notes that recountings of the 6667 Mothman reports usually state that at least a hundred people saw Mothman with many more quote afraid to report their sightings but observed that written sources for such stories consisted of children's books or sensationalized or undocumented accounts that fail to quote identifiable persons Brunvon found elements in common among many Mothman reports and much older folk tales suggesting that something real may have triggered the scare and became woven with existing folklore he also records anecdotal tales of Mothman supposedly attacking the roofs of parked cars occupied by teenagers.
1: <laughs> he's, he's just reminding those teens not to get too frisky and to leave room for Jesus, I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God. Just leave, leave room for Jesus. <laughs> Gotta and leave Mothman. a little bit room
1: for Jesus. <laughs> and Mothman. He's gonna, he's gonna snug right in the middle there.
0: Conversely, Joe Nickel says that a number of hoaxes followed the publicly generated, the publicity generated by the original reports, such as a group of construction workers who tied flashlights, not fleshlights, to (laughs) helium balloons. (laughs) Nickel attributes the Mothman reports to pranks, misidentified planes, and sightings of a barred owl, an albino owl, suggesting that the Mothman's glowing eyes were actually, red eye effect caused from the reflection of light from flashlights or other bright light sources. The area lies outside the snowy owl's usual range.
1: Mm-hmm. And, like, usually with all of these kind of things, like, there's going to be pranks and copycats yeah. that always follow suit. So, like, that always you happens. Gotta, yeah, you got to give some of those sightings probably up to that. <laughs> it <laughs> that. makes
0: sense. Yeah, to the to
1: copycats. That. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, could I get any more vague? Well, according Hope to <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh.
0: Oh God. Well, according to the University of Chicago psychologist David A. Gallo, 55 sightings of Mothman in Chicago during 2017, published on the website of self-described 14 researcher Lon Strickler, which sounds like a 1980s uh, action movie villain. Or a selective sample. Yeah, that's true, too. Gallo explains that, quote, he's not sampling random people and asking if they saw the Mothman. He's just counting the number of people that voluntarily came forward to report a sighting, end quote. According to Gallo, quote, people more likely to visit a paranormal-centric website like Strickler's might also be more inclined to believe in and therefore witness the existence of a Mothman.
1: So um, today I was just kind of... I don't know, like I do with every, every, every one of the podcasts, I kind of go in and I do like a little bit of like, just a little bit of extra research, see if I find anything interesting. Um, and I was reading about Chicago Mothman today because I had never heard of it. Um, so basically there was a sighting with a photo this year. Um, and here's a photo of it. If you're listening to us on SoundCloud or iTunes, it'll, it'll we'll be throw on, it up on
0: Yeah. We'll throw it up on the four guys media Instagram.
1: But uh, I think it's cool because they were actually taking a picture of uh, a jet was in the sky writing the word smile. Um, and somebody took a picture of that. And then what's in the corner is something that appears to be uh, moth like. I mean, you could chalk it up to be a bat, I'm sure. But anyway, we put uh, I put both the photos over there so you can take a look at it. There's one of like an uncropped one from Facebook. And then there's one where it's like cropped in. So just thing.
0: looking at these, it's tough to say that that's a bat. Because right. it's very large. It doesn't – well, and, and it's like all perspective too. So like if it's really close – it's it's way closer than the smile. That's the problem is the smile throws off your perspective. Right. So you can't right. really tell where it is. But the close-ups of it, if these haven't been doctored, it doesn't look like a bat. It actually looks like a guy in a um, – like a, a gliding suit. Those squirrel yep, suits, right. flying squirrel suits, or whatever they're called. Yep. It looks like yeah, that.
1: Totally. Also, I think it's worth mentioning that um, there's actually been over a hundred Mothman sightings in Chicago since 2011, and I actually have a link. Um, I don't know if you want to throw this out there later. Um, it's in the shared drive. Okay. Uh, of of every single sighting and in the description of the sighting.
0: We'll post the link um, in um, the description of this video
1: yeah yeah i just thought that was neat i stumbled upon that today i was like oh that's pretty pretty good material
0: now some pseudoscience adherents such as ufologists paranormal authors and cryptozoologists claim that mothman was an alien a supernatural manifestation or a previously unknown species of animal in his 1975 book the mothman prophecies Author John Keel claimed that the Point Pleasant residents experienced precognitions, including premonitions, of the collapse of the Silver Bridge, unidentified flying object sightings, visits from inhuman or threatening men in black, and other phenomena.
1: Oh, man. JR, we've seen this pattern before when we spoke about aliens, Mm -hmm. so I'm I'm interested in seeing where the uh, similarities meet here.
0: I feel like cryptozoology always ends up in ufology.
1: It does, yeah. It they, they share the same wheelhouse, for yeah. sure.
0: It's it's like, I feel like it always somehow comes back to aliens.
1: Maybe it is. Maybe, maybe it's always been aliens Could the whole be. time.
0: Now, yeah. if all this wasn't enough, it appears that the Mothman has chosen, on more than one occasion, to leave his West Virginia surroundings and has not only been sighted around the world, but has also been linked to... To some pretty wild and significant world events and so here are some of the more notable mothman tales
1: these are cool i like these
0: yes so the first one two young couples were chased down route 62 by the mothman on november 15th 1966 two couples roger and linda scarberry and steve and mary Matette, Millette which we mentioned, um, Roger and Steve previously were driving past a TNT plant when they saw a humanoid figure with glowing red eyes. Linda described what they saw on the side of the road as a bird like humanoid creature with a large wingspan and fiery red eyes. She said it was about seven feet tall. It's wings folded against its back. You could see muscles in its legs. She recalled.
1: (laughs) When I read that, I was just like, Oh man, Mothman's pretty swole. He gets to the gym, gets his pump on, and that's good. I like the just fact that is
0: Lisa, is it Lisa? No, Linda, sorry. Linda is a dirty girl because she went, She her eyes just went right to his junk. And yep. if she couldn't see anything, oh, how muscular his legs are. That's all it was. <laughs> Linda she, was a whore. She,
1: she definitely likes a man who doesn't <laughs> skip leg day. It doesn't matter how much <laughs> moth is in that man. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The creature followed them as they drove back towards Point Pleasant on 62. Then it veered off into the fields and disappeared. The group went straight to Mason County Police Department to share the terrifying account, which soon made its way into local papers. Quote, I wish I had never seen it. I wish someone else had seen it, Linda Scarberry said later because her husband called her out for looking at the Mothman's junk.
1: No, definitely <laughs> called her out. It was just like, Linda... Yeah, I wish you hadn't seen them either, because now yeah. I feel a little. Inadequate. I
0: am inadequate for the rest of my <laughs> life. It's a seven foot tall Mothman with a huge friggin' rod.
1: So I tried following up on this story because I was a little confused after reading it, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find anything else besides they just got scared and told authorities, right? Like oh, yeah. that was it. Yep, and nothing, that was it. nothing else nothing happened. Nothing else okay. came from it. Yeah, that's what I thought. That
0: was it, this was just one of the first, um, besides the grave diggers. This was, like, the first accounting of the Mothman in actual, like, Point Pleasant.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cool. That makes
0: sense. um, Second encounter, the Mothman saved the lives of miners in Freiburg, Germany. Okay. On September 10th, 1978, a group of miners in Freiburg, Germany came face-to-face with a seemingly headless creature with glowing red eyes on its chest, blocking the mine's entrance. At first, they thought it was a man in a trench coat, but they quickly realized it was not a coat, but unfurled large black wings. The men remained in the mine entrance, stunned and staring at the creature until it let out a blood-curdling screech that sent the miners scrambling out.
1: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I'd be running with a big old poopy in my pants.
0: Absolutely.
1: Big time. About an hour
0: later, the men felt a seismic rumble and witnessed a plume of dust shoot from the mine as it collapsed. If the men had gone to do their gone to their stations in the mine as usual, the majority of them would have died. It appeared as though what they dubbed the Freiburg shrieker saved their lives.
1: Now that's the Mothman I want to know and like, mm-hmm. the saving lives by scaring people to death. <laughs> um, I mean, I can get behind that. I mean, yeah. it seems to work better than there's, scared there's um, <laughs>
0: there's a picture of the Mothman that I will also um, put up on the screen and I will show. Uh, put up on our Instagram too. That is like the Freiburg's creature um, explanation or description description oh, of cool. the Mothman. It's pretty. It it looks like um, it almost looks like somebody was trying to draw a gargoyle with like charcoal. Hmm.
1: It's
0: it's okay. it's it's a terrifying looking kind of like ominous kind of creature.
1: I haven't seen it. That sounds pretty yeah. neat.
0: The next one, the Mothman tried to warn people of the Fukushima disaster. Really? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell
1: you. Let's hear
0: it. Marcus Pools, an American visiting Japan, was out with a friend near the Fukushima plant when suddenly they heard a loud whooshing sound and a terrible screeching. As they looked back towards the plant, they saw a figure Pools described as large and black from the distance I was at, it looked to be sitting on top of one of the squared-shaped buildings. It sat there for about five seconds, and then it unfurled a large set of what I could only describe as large black wings.
1: Wow, oh, man. I just want to see the Mothman, like, once in real life. Like, that's all I want. Because, yeah. like, every description, except for the Gravedigger's <laughs> description at the beginning, <laughs> sounds really it's cool. A large brown man with wings. It's just a brown dude. I don't know he was jumping around in trees god why did i say that i I regret that immediately (laughs) i'll cut that part out yeah thank you
0: (laughs) it does sound pretty cool though but it also sounds like terrifying like if you were to see this in real life this is this is creepy dude
1: yeah oh absolutely i would be scared shitless fascinated but scared shitless yeah
0: Well, Pools goes on to say that the creature took flight, circling the plant a few times before coming closer to them. That's when I noticed the two large red eyes. They seemed to glow from within and with a blood-red hue. They were unblinking in the three to four seconds we saw them. We knew they were looking straight at us. We knew that this creature knew that we could see it. And it made no attempt to disguise itself.
1: That's my boy. Be scared. Run. Get away from that reactor. Mothman says get out
0: of here mothman says no
1: says scram get out
0: mothman and duffman are the same person
1: (laughs) (laughs) now that's a real conspiracy we need to (laughs) unravel
0: mothman and duffman never in the same place at the same time
1: you were wrong you heard it here first
0: (laughs) now pools describes an immense feeling of dread that washed over him and the creature vanished as quickly as it appeared it wasn't until Pools was back home in America hearing on the news on CNN about the devastation of the Japanese earthquake and the explosions at the very same nuclear power plant where he had witnessed the creature that he realized may he may have seen the infamous harbinger of disaster known as the Mothman.
1: That's wild. Like, could you imagine seeing disaster hit somewhere that you were just at a yeah. day ago? Like,
0: it's crazy talk.
1: That's that's scary. Yeah. It's especially too, like you were just like, "Oh yeah," and I saw a big, uh, winged moth person telling me, uh, screeching at me to get the hell out of there. Right, and then so. I left,
0: and then a natural disaster occurred, and I wasn't there.
1: I was also thinking, right? I'll, I'll actually, I'll save this till the end. I'll okay. save this till the, end. Oh.
0: the next one is the Mothman was hanging around the Twin Towers on the week of 9-11.
1: <laughs> this one made me laugh because, no, he wasn't. But you have my attention, so let's do this. <laughs> All right, so during
0: the days leading up to the terrorist attack on September eleventh, two 2001, several people reported sightings of a black-winged creature flying near the Twin Towers. During the attack, as the second plane hit, eyewitnesses reported a creature flying parallel to the plane.
1: Well, like, I mean, I don't want to be that guy and take all the fun out here, but like we all saw that on TV, right? Like mm-hmm. we all would have seen that on TV if that was the case. Like, I mean, I was in school that day I'm sure you right. remember 9-11 just as well, but like we turned the TV on because we all had one in our class and we actually witnessed the second plane hit. Um, yeah. And I, I'm just going to throw it out there. I didn't see a Mothman. And so I'm, I'm just saying that.
0: No, I I mean I get it um, I do have a picture of it that's up on the screen now um, oh I mean it it's not anywhere near the towers it's just kind of like in New York I, I can't tell if this is actually near the twin towers or not but it's it looks like it actually looks like a picture of um, Archangel from the x-men like just really? flying around the city yeah I, I'm I'm almost positive it's doctored, but yeah, probably. I can't prove that. Uh, <laughs> but in the days that followed, the reporting, those reporting the creature were allegedly approached approached by men in black and warned to stop talking about what they saw.
1: Yeah, I mean the second part checks out, but again, I I mean I, I just don't really buy any of this. But I mean we're just doing it all for fun, so that's you know hey okay. yeah why why got why do I gotta suck the fun out of it? You know?
0: This is the one that made me go, all right, I'm tapping out.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's that's absolutely this fair. This next one,
0: not the 9-11 one. I, 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 I was bearing with everything on the 9-11 one, but then I read <laughs> this next one, and I was like, all right, I'm out.
1: God, that's so funny, because the 9-11 one made me go, yeah, right, and then the, when we kept going down the
0: outline, I was just like, yep. no. So the next one is the, the Mothman is connected to... The Chernobyl disaster.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I say, yeah, right. Because it would be on HBO if that was true. (laughs) It would have been included in (laughs) HBO, which was a
0: very good miniseries, by the way.
1: I didn't watch it, but I heard it was good. Amazing.
0: But the Mothman is believed to have been around for the worst nuclear accident in history. Throughout 1985, many scientists and other workers at the nuclear power plant in Chernobyl, Ukraine, claimed to see a huge black bird-like creature with the body of a man flying around the plant. Those who saw the red-eyed beast also reported a series of strange harassing phone calls and a string of nightmares leading up to the disastrous explosion in April
1: 1986. Yeah, uh, that left me wondering like, what the alleged phone calls sounded like or what they were even about. Yep. Yeah. Who knows? It could, have, it could have just been static. Yeah. Uh,
0: on April 26, 1986, which is exactly one year before I was born... Nice. ...the day of the accident several people saw the quote huge black bird actually flying around the smoke after the explosion even those in the nearby town of pripyat claimed that to have seen the strange creature that became known as the blackbird of chernobyl in the days leading up to the disaster pripyat was also affected and later evacuated because of the harmful radiation
1: Imagine being Mothman, right? Like all you kind of really do is like show up before disaster strikes, maybe try to get a few people out of there, but then you just take (laughs) off once the dust settles. I mean, it sounds like a pretty
0: great job. And then you just get blamed for it. It's like, oh, you you showed up, so it's your fault. It's like I'm just here to like show you people shit's about to go down.
1: I'm just checking it out. I don't understand.
0: The next one is the Mothman appeared at the site of the I-35W bridge collapse.
1: Hmm. Sounds like a rerun to me. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the mothman was spotted at yet another bridge collapse in 2007 eerily enough the i-35w bridge in minneapolis minnesota was open for traffic in 1967 the same year as the silver bridge collapsed hmm then, on August 1st, 2007, after a month of Mothman sightings, the I 35W bridge collapsed during rush hour, taking the lives of 13 people with it and injuring 145 more.
1: Yeah. It's just, so, again, it's it's just so suspect uh, that people claim to see Mothman, of all things, I know. Uh, before these tragic events. Um, I mean, I'm sure that the... they're
0: not claiming to see Mothman, though. I think they're claiming to see just a, a large black a winged creature of some right. kind they're 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 calling in just to be like listen i'm seeing this crap in the sky i don't know what it is you guys should check it out and then a disaster happens and they're like oh must have been mothman
1: right exactly exactly like a part of me believes it but then like the rational side of me says like you know the brain sees what it needs to see to make sense of things right that, like you can't make sense in your brain at that time yeah
0: Um, Well, in Minnesota, uh, reports of the Mothman began trickling in on June 27th, preceding the collapse by a mere month. Many claimed to see the humanoid creature flapping its massive wings in the surrounding area and at the bridge itself. An Illinois woman witnessed the creepy cryptid while driving just outside of Stewartville, Minnesota. On June 27th, 2007, called Paranormal Radio Show host George Nuri. On coast to coast AM, and described the creature as having a huge wing, about the width of a Ford.
1: (laughs) I heard, I heard that, and I was just like, "That's not huge or impressive." I'm thinking she probably meant like the length, right? The length of a car. Yeah, I don't know. Not the width, like, like because you think of it, right? You just look at the the back of your car, like
0: three, four feet.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you just look at that, and you go, "Oh, that's not very impressive at all." I got a little five feet wingspan. Yeah,
0: there's, there's literally like eagles with better wingspans than that
1: yeah you're gonna look like a harpy
0: um, yeah I mean it's weird this whole thing um, I, I'm skeptical because she immediately called the paranormal radio show
1: right you know yeah, what I mean instead like of, instead someone of like who can the actually authorities help. or the news
0: <laughs> or you know what I mean like she went yeah. straight to the guy that reports on the paranormal
1: Maybe she thought Art Bell was still still there.
0: Maybe. Um, okay, so the next one is an eyewitness in Wisconsin says the Mothman attacked his car.
1: Yeah. See, these are the ones that I think could be made up because, I don't know, it's just the Mothman attacking unprovoked just isn't really in its uh, characteristics. Yeah. I don't but, know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's on Mothman. September
0: of 2006, in a lacrosse... In La Crosse, Wisconsin, uh, Awohali, a Cherokee man—hopefully I pronounced that right—and his son were driving down an isolated stretch of road at night when the Mothman attacked them. In an interview on uh, Monster Quest, he shared his encounter.
1: No, oh, okay. Well, I mean, if we're getting the source from Monster Quest, then I take back that last statement. <laughs> that's uh, that's some official sounding that, source material. Yeah.
0: Sure. <laughs> well. Owl Holly told how the creature flew alongside and then directly in front of their windshield, close enough to touch, which I think is hilarious that the moth is flying near their windshield. Right. They got a really good look at it, describing it as uh, bat-like and fleshy, with sparse hair and red eyes the size of road reflectors.
1: Fleshy. Nothing should be described as fleshy. uh,
0: Yeah, it's kind of gross. Um he described the monster's high-pitched screech that gave them vertigo and made them sick to their stomachs. So, I guess the Mothman screeches the brown
1: note? Yeah, (laughs) uh, yeah, maybe. That's what it sounds like.
0: The man's son pulled over and threw up on the side of the road. After returning to the location a few days later, in the daytime, all they found left behind was a deer carcass they later blamed on a poacher.
1: Okay, so... After, after that part, I thought it was strange that, a, like, a Native American would buy in a Mothman. Um, to me, that just doesn't really I fit the bill.
0: There's a lot. We'll get into this. There's a lot of Native American legends about, like, cryptids.
1: Right, right. But usually they, they have, like, a, a, a different name or, or they have a word for that creature or yeah. something. But to be like, oh, no, that was Mothman. Like, they call... Or the, uh, he could uh, have
0: it, just said, like, it's what you call Mothman.
1: Yeah, okay. Uh, like, if he said it that way, I could see that. Yeah. But, like, these are the, the people that, like, the same people who would say, like, it's a spirit bear when it, as it's right, just an right, right. uh, albino bear. Yeah,
0: it's this, it's this name that we have. It's it's the, um, whatever, I don't know. I don't think it says, it just said Native American. Oh, no, a Cherokee. So, like, yeah, it would have, like, a Cherokee name for it.
1: Right, exactly, exactly.
0: That makes sense. This is also one that made me laugh out loud, this next one. Mothman sightings are correlated with the swine flu outbreak in Mexico.
1: All right. I'll bite. I mean, we've gotten this far, so. (laughs) Well, okay. (laughs) Some
0: believe the large, hairy, red eyed creature the people of La Junta, Mexico, began to see stalking the area in 2009 was the legendary Mothman. (laughs) <laughs> the sightings occurred around the time leading up to the two thousand nine swine flu outbreak in Mexico.
1: Just the term stalking, man. I'm I'm trying to imagine like Mothman trying to blend in with like a trench coat and a hat, stalking <laughs> around the area, low key, all just like sunglasses <laughs> over like, his like, like Assassin's out. Creed
0: one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the first Assassin's Creed where you have to eavesdrop.
1: Right, right. Just stalking around, just trying to get the talk.
0: <laughs> well, two witnesses, Angela Mendez and Viviana. Ladesma experienced pure terror as they heard the creature's screeches emanating out from an apple orchard near Manyaka Cemetery. Minyaka Cemetery. A student who requested to remain anonymous reported the Mothman chasing him for 15 minutes on the night of March 6, 2009. Despite hmm. the best efforts of the local authorities to hunt down the entity, no traces were found. Um, if the Mothman has reportedly been able to fly a hundred miles an hour. Do you think he would really have to follow this dude for fifteen minutes?
1: Not even close. And and another thing that I find suspect, right, is the screech. Now, does that affect people differently? Do you it think Mother controls that?
0: I, I don't know. I mean, these women didn't like throw up or shit their pants,
1: right? And right. they got swine flu, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> like, it's just those like... are the
0: people that should be throwing up and shit in their pants.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I just think that's probably, like, somewhere where, like, the fabrications kind of miss where they're trying to connect.
0: Yeah. Also, I had swine flu around this time when I was in college. I didn't see Mm -hmm. a fucking Mothman.
1: Well, you were cheated.
0: Yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) You're right.
1: (laughs) Oh, fuck. All right,
0: and the last one that we're going to talk about is the Mothman may have signaled the deadly zion ti te whatever damn disaster
1: sure yeah why not
0: zion zay zion te
1: sounds like something mothman do i'm, yeah. I'm interested
0: well a region in southeastern china was plagued with sightings of a figure that resembled a mothman in early january 1926 so this is prior to west virginia right yeah dubbed by locals as the man dragon
1: a the real shadowy
0: region. ominous figure was seen hovering above the Zion Tay Dam. Then disaster hit the surrounding farming villages in the form of twenty forty billion sorry, forty billion gallons of water.
1: I, I just want to throw out there how I was just shitting on Man Dragon, but I'm just taking Mothman at full face value. So that's <laughs> that's something wrong that I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, the dam collapsed, resulting in the deaths of fifteen thousand people.
1: Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Mothman probably should have done more. Yeah. But... Unless he caused it. Yeah, he might have done it. Done, done, done. Oh shit.
0: Now, Chris, I have a question for you.
1: Yes. What if it's fake? <laughs> <laughs> what if mothman is fake is that what you're trying to ask me what if it's fake um god i just don't know what i would do with myself well let me tell you
0: let me tell you something chris all right dr robert l smith if that is his real name associate professor of wildlife biology at west virginia university dismissed the notion that a flying monster was stalking out the town staking out the town instead attributing the sightings to a sandhill crane Uh, The explanation was compelling especially given the number of early reports that described the creature as bird-like.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Some even hypothesized that the crane was perhaps deformed. Especially if it made its home in the TNT area. What locals call a series of nearby bunkers that were used for manufacturing munitions during WW2. And it has been suggested that the bunkers have leaked toxic material into the neighboring wildlife preserve
1: yeah i mean i guess but i don't really think that would explain like the glow of the eyes or like (laughs) the humanoid shape that it has i feel like if you're
0: if you're gonna make up a toxic waste explanation your 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 explanation is as far-fetched as there just being a fucking moth man
1: yeah yeah Plus, also, I'd like to see you explain away the screech of doom that makes you, you know, puke, (laughs) shit, piss, and cum. Uh, You know? (laughs) I mean, I'm a skeptic myself when it comes to this stuff, but just saying it's a bird is lazy.
0: Right. I mean, my thing is, like, it's – you have more credit, as far as I'm concerned, in just saying it's a bird. Right. People are seeing it. It's at night. It's a bird, it's a giant bird, this crane fits the profile, it's got red around the eyes, makes sense. But for you to go the extra mile and say, Well, there could be toxic waste that seeped into the wildlife preserves and now you have this like mutant fucking teenage mutant ninja crane going on over here, like that's silly.
1: Yeah. I'm getting I'm getting flat flat earth vibes from that. Yeah gosh so you're not allowed to talk about that until
0: we fucking talk about okay. moon landing don't even bring it up
1: <laughs> alright I'll zip it
0: <laughs> another point pleasant legend states that the creation of the mothman was nothing more than the work of one very committed prankster who went so far as to hide in the abandoned world war ii munitions plant where many of the sightings occurred
1: oh, that guy is very dedicated if that's the yeah. case
0: Well, the theory goes that when the national press ran with the Mothman story, spreading it across the country, panic set in. Locals became convinced they were seeing Mothman in birds and other large animals even long after the prankster had given up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. So,
1: I see. Uh, That just connected with me. Got it. So, they're they're saying, like, one guy originally did the mothman right he did the prank originally and then
0: when exactly when it when the story got picked up and then everybody was like oh my god there's a mothman
1: there's a mothman but it could have he just stopped doing
0: doing it and everybody was still like oh my god there's a mothman
1: yeah okay that makes sense
0: now the mothman also bears a striking resemblance to several demon archetypes found among those who have experienced sleep paralysis, perhaps suggesting that the visions are nothing more than an embodiment of typical human fears pulled from the depths of the unconscious and grafted into real life bird or animal sightings. When people panic.
1: Well, I mean, it's probably just another case of the brain just seeing what it needs to see again. Yeah. So well, I, I like
0: essentially what this is saying is, um, people got like the panic of mothman has set in yeah and so like when people have when people experience sleep paralysis they see these like demon archetypes right and it's because your subconscious is kind of messing with you because you're in this Mm -hmm. state so what they're saying is is like these people have this panic of what if the mothman is real same it it's almost like a phobia like that's their their level of fear. And so what happens is their brain something happens with the chemistry in their brain that tweaks them to a point where now they're actually they may just see a bird or an animal or whatever, but their brain like flips a switch and they go, "Oh my god, it's the Mothman." and they freak out.
1: So I got a question for you then.
0: Hit me. What if it's real? So
1: <laughs> Yeah, is he real? <laughs> no. Um <laughs> so okay. I was reading all over today that Mothman is supposed to be like a harbinger, almost like a a, a, a warning, like a message. He's like, like an a... omen. He's an omen. Right, right. An, that uh, when Mothman what is it, an albatross?
0: Up. The albatross? That, like, when you're sailing, if you see an albatross or something, it, it means doom?
1: Right, 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 right. So, yeah, that, that was the kind of the concept I was getting from Mothman uh, doing research on this.
0: That's what but, I saw, too.
1: But here's my question. What if he's just doing it? What if he's just causing all this shit to happen, and he's just showing up being like, I'm the Mothman, ready to melt down this reactor. See ya. It flies off, you know. Could be. Oh, yeah, I'm I the mean, Mothman.
0: could just be like it's a malicious fucking psychopath.
1: Maybe the Mothman was the second plane. That's too far. <sighs> <laughs> that was maybe too far, but I, stick, yeah. I stand by it. Yeah, that's fair.
0: Well... The Mothman has come a very long way since the 1960s. It's been the topic of books as well as a movie uh, bearing the name of one of the books, The Mothman Prophecies, in the early two thousand. But the Mothman himself can still be seen in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, in the form of a historical museum, open seven days a week and also as a 12-foot-tall museum chrome polished statue complete with massive steel testicles i mean wings and ruby red eyes
1: so <laughs> it's funny you say that because that statue man has a really high and tight butt like that is one thing i have noticed about that thing he's and, he's uh, got the
0: um the what you call it the uh comic book star tushy
1: oh Oh, a hundred percent. I figured that was important to the description. Also, uh, that thing is shredded further, suggesting that it does indeed work out. Not skipping a single leg day. Yeah. It they is they gave very him fit.
0: all of the muscles.
1: Yeah, we were supposed to go this year to uh, the festival. They have a festival every year, a Mothman festival. They do have a the Mothman
0: place- festival festival fe- festival. festival. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah, we were uh, <laughs> I I don't know if you know I think this, it's in but, September. Uh, yeah, it's in September. We we did the research. We were really going to go. Um I I'm down to it. go Yeah. We have, a, well, we have a lot
0: of places we need to check out.
1: Yeah. Well, this one in particular because um just makes and sells mothman. Oh no like shit. Stuffed stuffed mothman? Yeah. Um, so that was going to be one of the things where we were going to go and like try to check out like a vendor table and sell them at the actual Mothman festival and Very like, spend cool. the weekend there. So we still plan on doing that. It's just, it, time's got to line up. So, well, yeah, and it's also West Virginia. It's a trip. Yeah.
0: Country road.
1: Take, take me, home.
0: me home. All right. <laughs> we are not, we're not going to, we're not gonna going to come on. out with that. Keep it up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean I'm not gonna cut that out, but I think we Fantastic. will just we'll just close the show with Country Road as opposed to the X-Files theme this time.
1: Ooh, but I like that,
0: that is all for this week's episode of the Mystery in Our History podcast. So if you have any urban legends or conspiracy theories that you think we should cover, feel free to email us at the number four guys media network at gmail.com. Oh, Please make sure to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Click the like and subscribe icons on YouTube on the Four Guys Media Network page, or check us out on SoundCloud by searching "MIOH Pod" all one word. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Mystery in Our History podcast. Bye.
1: Peace out.
0: Peace out. Country (laughs) road,
1: take me home. To the
0: place.